Hello and welcome to another episode of the Army View Podcast. You may notice the lack of song intro, alliteration and beautiful tones are missing tonight. That's because our fearless leader Liam is celebrating his 30th birthday. So you're stuck with us four shaggers tonight. But don't you worry my little lion cubs, we still have content coming out of our hoops for you all. First on the agenda is the honking performance against Hearts. And then to cheer us all up, we're going to do our brand new original Yes, original feature, you can suck it Dogger Saints, we can make our own games up, called Guess Who Are You? Who Are You? And lastly, we'll go over to Tam the Ladies Man to discuss this week's victory against the Diamonds. So sit back, put your hands in your joggers, pour yourself a cup of soup and get ready for this week's content fest with us here at the Almond View Podcast. So this weekend saw another league defeat against Hearts at Tencastle, who scalped us 3-0 without much really to shout about from a Livy perspective. Now, only person was at the game for us was Povey, so we're going to go straight to him and I think he's got a few things to get off his chest tonight. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so for a start, it was exciting to be back in the big city. Big smoke for a, um, for a big game. Away days I love generally but the more I don't know the more things are going on the more uh, the more the season's going on the more I'm starting to think um, I think I'm going to prefer a home game this season than an away game because straight away it was so it was really really obviously set up for a nil-nil a, a draw we were going for a nil-nil draw didn't work it was so defensive our midfield obviously worked really well against Celtic but that midfield was so poor, apart from Holt, my main man Holt. Uh, I would say Holt he got, it was up there with the best player on the park uh, for us. Uh, the um, Shinny by himself doesn't work. Uh, it worked against Celtic. It's not going to work against the likes of Hearts or any even mid-table team or... It's just not going to work. We need to we need to go with two up front, and putting on Bruce Anderson after a third the, their third goal go, went in. To be fair, he, he, it was two 0 uh, and he was getting he was getting warmed up to go on, and then they scored, and then we put him on. But still, it was pointless. It's the first time. Oh, also, see the subs were bizarre. At one point, we had two right backs. And two left backs on the field. It was mental. Uh, this midfield, though, see Bailey. He just like kept, kept he, he kept avoiding the ball. It was like uh, doing everything he can to avoid the ball. Like I'm not joking. I was like I was there with Neil uh, with Neil Allardyce, and I was like, watch Bailey, and for about five or ten minutes, we were watching him, and it was like he would just try and avoid the ball. Like all the time, he barely got a touch, and obviously, uh, uh, with the goal, um, giving the ball away was I think it might be Lewis actually that gave the ball away. 
His, his head his head is down all the time. She's obviously got subbed off against Rangers last week and that was an embarrassing moment. But uh, I don't know, he just had a sort of torn face against Hearts. And any time he sort of lost the ball or whatever, he just had his head down. Doesn't doesn't exactly ooze confidence. Actually, Omienga as well, when he went on, I don't know if you guys watched the Rangers game, but he, he gave away the ball a good couple of times against Rangers. And yep. he, he, that was happening again against Hearts. Like, uh, mm. I think over time, though, he'll be more competent than that. He, is a, he has got experience. But, see, because of the back of that, all the jambos... I mean, it was great being in a stadium so full, like, to be honest. It was good. Our, our away sport wasn't exactly full, but it was still nice nice to be in that experience. But at, at 3-0 down, it's the first time in so long. I think the first time since we were 4-0 down against Celtic at home all those years ago, that when we, uh, we end up losing 4-3, that's the first time I've left. Ten minutes early, I think I left. I could have left about there were folk leaving I folk leaving about half an hour early. That is so unlike me. Like I'm usually a Livy loyal right to the end. But I just couldn't be arsed, like. However, on the positive, when I was leaving, one of the highlights of the day, there was this uh, there was this lassie like actually to be fair, quite a lot of jambos leaving early as well. There was this lassie, you know it's good. There was this lassie. <laughs> she was walking our dogs, right? And she was on her phone and she wasn't even like she wasn't even looking at her dogs or where she was walking or anything. And she was just dragging these two dogs. And like I'd say I was with Neil and we like we were walking just past this woman and they and this guy, this Hearts fan, goes, yeah, your dogs need that shite. Your dogs need that shite. And we looked over, and the dog was getting dragged, doing a massive shite all across the fucking... You know where the Hearts, the big Hearts badge is? Near yeah, there, yeah, yeah. like, outside their main stand. Uh, outside the new stand. Fucking this dog getting dragged about, doing a shite really? all the way across the <laughs> <laughs> So uh, that at least I left the place smiling, like you know. Uh, Doug was definitely uh, a lovely fan, like. <laughs> Doug's doing a shite. <laughs> so do you think um, you just mentioned Omionga? Like I, w- I watched the Rangers game, and it, it, if I don't know if it's just him, the whole team stinks of trying too hard, but not quite knowing how to try the right thing. Like Omionga was definitely trying too hard. Proper Stuart Armstrong try to run out the box with was he kind of doing that similar do you think maybe trying too hard or do you think he's just not quite found his feet yet I think the latter I think he's not found his feet I'll be honest it was like we were where we were sitting in the stand we were really near Jay's Kabaya and uh, Keegan Jacobs and I was like this game I, I and I was like this game needs both of them on the park I think mm-hmm. with them <laughs> And obviously Sibs as well. We are, the midfield obviously, we are working with what we've got. Don't get me wrong, I was battering into them there. But, but honestly, it was it was virgin on pathetic. Like, And and you're saying trying too hard on the angle, but like, a couple of those guys aren't trying enough for me, or didn't on Saturday anyway. Listen, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I said... The positive, positive thing, I did say after the Dundee game, if we get anything from 
Celtic or Hearts game. Like, we'll go into October with one point. I was sure of that. Anything else is a Brucey bonus. We got three points. Like, that is yeah. way more than I thought we'd get. So I'm not. I know I'm criticising the team, but I did fucking pay 27 quid to, to watch it. it was, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm allowed to have a wee moan, but, um, and I needed that off my chest. I feel a lot better, but I'm still fully <laughs> positive that it's there. I am there, and I'm looking forward to the next game. Um, I just want to say, like, I, I think it's quite interesting that you say, like, you paid £27 to go in that, which, I mean, is absolutely ridiculous to go and watch a game of football anyway. But... You go and watch twenty that for twenty seven pound, and then Martindale comes out with the old, oh, we're we're so tired after playing Celtic and Rangers. It's a fucking pathetic excuse now. It's ever he's got an excuse lined up for every single, you know. So he would have had that excuse set up for the Celtic game, that excuse set up for the after the Rangers game, and it just seems that each excuse just moves on every single week now. Like the the. Williamson is not good enough to play in the Premier League. From what I've seen of him, he's not great. Lewis, again, yeah. I mean, he gave away two stupid fouls, literally one after the other, that resulted in a penalty. Lewis, I don't see, I don't see it. I, I, I legitimately do not see the attraction with Lewis when you've got Holt playing in there and Sybil playing in there, and then. An other or a n other. That's that's the midfield that you want. I mean, Pittman came on against Rangers, and then you know he was on the bench for the last couple of games, and then Martindale drops him completely out the side, saying, "I need to, you know, oh, he's no fit." It's like he was fit enough to play twenty minutes on the fucking Wednesday. Like, I don't get it. He's he. I don't know what it is that he's doing with all these players that are injured and putting them on the bench and then bringing them on, like like Longridge and stuff the other night. He's he's clearly not fit to play, but he's either play he's either bringing them on as substitutes or starting them, and then they're having to go off injured halfway through the match. I, I'm 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 really 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 losing patience with with this tactical nonsense that's going on and. Um, we've not been anywhere near as good since we changed the since we changed the formation. Um, we knew what we were doing with that formation, and I think that we need to go back to it. I, personally, I would rather see the two up front. I mean, what's the point in having four strikers sitting on the bench, and you're playing an attacking midfielder up front? What's the point in that when you can have two of those strikers at least playing? No, I, t- I totally agree. I think you're. Right. I think you're right. With see when like the personnel go on I like I often think I don't even know if they know what their job is you know uh, like when they're going on the pitch as I say that was mental with the two left back two right back I know they weren't playing in those positions but it was at the end of the day like to be honest Penrice fair play Penrice had had a had a shot Penrice was our most attacking player at one point up with Shinny it was mental uh, but fair play he was I mean, nobody gets past marks really on Saturday, but what can you do? It's just, uh, there's no clear, no clear tactics happening, you know? Uh, What were you saying, Tom? I was just going to deflect a little bit and talk about how mental it is that they can charge 27 quid. That's the reason why I wasn't at the game. 
I was free. Didn't really have anything on. Could have went 27 quid. And then there's home fans picking up tickets for £19. I think that's a fucking shambles and it's it's genuinely taking the piss. I don't see how that's justifiable. I don't see how that's allowed at all. I, like, can you imagine if Livy were playing Celtic and Livy charged every Livy fan 15 quid and then we went and charged Celtic fans 25? Like, can you imagine what the fucking uproar would be if it was one of the big clubs? It's it's a shambles. It's an absolute shambles and we can deflect away from the performance by saying a big fuck you to Hart and Midlothian. You're all wankers. Yeah, you know what? Not like, I mean, Tam, you did miss out on your dogs needing a shite moment. That was a belter. But, That's true. yeah, but, I mean, I agree. So, I'm, although I mentioned, oh, there wasn't many Livy fans, no fucking, no wonder. And, uh, and I wasn't exactly happy paying it myself, but it's whatever. It was what it was. Um, so no, I agree. <laughs> I'm gonna give uh, wanna give Neil Allardyce a shout because he was a proper decent. Uh, he was my bodyguard really on Saturday because that's the first time I've set foot in Dungorgie and uh, since I released that song, and we did go into a bar full of Hearts fans, and uh, thankfully I, I met up with Tam from our guest from last week, so thankfully I didn't get any abuse, but. I believe it was because I had Big Neil who was <laughs> wearing a Bajikdas top or something like that. I was like, yeah, I've got my ultra with me, I'll be alright. So thanks, Neil. Okay, it's time for our brand new section, one that is completely original, not stolen. Obviously, that's the way we do things now. We don't steal things anymore. We've mixed up. Povey has created a brand new section called Guess Who Are You? Who Are You? <laughs> I'll quickly explain the premise. So the three of the boys, they're going to basically have an ex-Livy player. And then the rest of us are going to, we've got five guesses to guess who this person is. It's kind of thinking like a dinner party and you stick a bit of paper on your head, but much better Livy podcast style. Okay, so Povey, you're going to start us off. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be generous to you guys. To be honest, I'm very much doubt I'll get to the fifth clue. After moving to Livingston from down south, I scored eight goals in sixty-four appearances in the eighteen months I was at the club. Before I moved on to another three Scottish clubs before going back down south again. Any guesses as to who I am, or do you want my second clue? I'm scared that if I guess, I'll give mine away. So I'm I'm going to refrain from guessing at this moment in time because I don't want to give mine away. But uh... I won a trophy for Livingston. Want me to crack on? Next clue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My debut was in the Scottish Challenge Cup where I was subbed on for Gary Glenn and I scored my first goal for the club. Uh oh, Owen knows it. I think I do. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I believe that you're a certain Miles Hippolyte. Correct. Three guesses. Well uh, done, Owen. Nice. Uh, yeah. My, my next two clues were: uh, I love going on Snapchat and gloating about being suspended. And uh, <laughs> I could, I could but, easily have been Moses Duckrell as well. Yeah, I could have been. And then uh, the last one, I scored uh, the equaliser and a one-one draw with Rangers. So that was my last one. Oh, I would have got that one. Yeah, and, that's I what I thought. That one as well. I can't believe he played sixty-four games, though. I know. Hey, that that first season he played was. 
Yeah, that first season he played so many. Bear in mind, we, he, he he won the Challenge Cup was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. With, yeah, with... with Absolutely. So, like, he, he had all those games on top of it, you know? So, Thomas, are you ready for Guess Who Are You? Who Are You? Who Are You? I'm ready. Okay, so, lovely. Take first, it away. First clue, quite simple. I have played in Scotland, England, Thailand, and Cyprus. Oh, can I have a guess? You can guess. J. Manuel Thomas? Nope. Oh. Incorrect. Incorrect. Oof. I knew that that was why I put that one first. Ah, I like it. The the jet thing. Can I take a guess? You can take a guess, Owen. Go for it. Mark Burchill. You're you're correct. Oh! Oh. (laughs) 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 One one fucking clue. That's great. (laughs) There's not not very many players that have played, like, in... To be honest, my first thought was, was jet. Yeah, but then I was like, I'm not sure he played for. I'm not sure Cyprus. he played in Cyprus, but yeah. I know, I remembered that. Um, uh, fucking, I think did he did he not play with Hugo Faria or something like that in Cyprus uh, or something? Like that? Yeah, there was something like that, wasn't there? That's why he came over. Uh, he's got some so, links to Cyprus. What were your other clues, though? My other clues were: I once scored the fastest hat trick in European football. Oh, which is it's a great start. That I just read on Wikipedia today. Yeah, good. Um, I grew up in Livingston and attended St. Margaret's. Ah, I would have easily had it there. Uh, Aye. Aye. Um, (laughs) I I know all the schools of all the lovely players ever, so... I know, I know. (laughs) (laughs) I know know where they all went to school. Same Sharif as well. they They get very easy towards the end. My playing career at Livingston was quite short before taking over as player slash assistant manager. Yeah. And then the final one, number five, I managed the team to the Scottish Challenge Cup trophy. Good fact. So, links in with Povies as well. Links in with Povies. Nice. Yeah. Who are you? Right, anyway, man, fucking, uh, let's hear your, who are you? I was born in Sheffield in England on the 21st of July, 1988. Can I take a guess? Yes. Are you John Paul McGovern? No. Oh, oh. He, did he know this play there? I mean, is he is he not Ouija? No? He played he played for Sheffield. I know that. I know he's, he played for Sheffield. He's a lot he's older as well. He's a lot older than thirty three. Oh, so he's 30, 33. Oh, yeah. 33 right. Okay. All right. Okay. So a wee bit a wee bit younger. He's younger okay. than me. Fucking hell. Right. So second one. I started my career at Mansfield Town. I'll I'll move on. Okay. My older brother. Also played professional football and professional tennis. Oh, the silence is deafening. <laughs> they both played oh. at Mansfield Town together as well. Yeah. This is tough. Right. This is where... Oh. So my last two questions are, like, if you don't get it with this one, you'll get it with the last one. I had two spells at Livingston. Oh, two spells. <laughs> See, this is enough to step up to. This is the level I'm, to be at. And I'm 33. That's about this getting me now. You, you would think he was older. Right now, I've got to guess somebody here. Nah, I don't know. Get your get your, your last one. Oh, yeah. 
I once scored a hat-trick for Livingston in a midweek league game. And I've so- talked about this game on more than one occasion. <laughs> Let, let, take us out of our misery Man. The team he scored against was Wraith Rovers I am Rory Boulding oh, For goodness sake Rory What a good one sake. I mean you've, one. Uh, things, well, you've mentioned Rory Boulding So many times that's See that's why I thought See I, I originally was going to choose somebody else Because I was like Everyone's going to think I'm talking about Rory Boulding <laughs> Fair oh, play. You, you would genuinely think he was older than 33 because yeah. like, because he was with us and then he left and he was kicking about the lower leagues in England for ages and came to us and then he played for um, Kilmarnock, Dundee United, then he played for Falkirk and then he moved to us and he's never played. He's not even played a hundred league games in his career. Wow. wow. Although it was a tricky end to a long week for the men's side. It's not all doom and gloom, because the Lionesses scalped Airdrie 6-0 at Armadale. They are on fire just now, and have moved up to fourth in the table, two points behind leaders Gart Cairn. Tam the ladies' man was at the game. Tam, what are your thoughts on it? It was a, a very, very professional performance. Um, there's a bit of alliteration back. Uh, <laughs> it's a salute to Liam. Um, What's up, you, Liam? <laughs> uh... No, it was it was a professional performance. There was a, a clear golf between the two teams and Livingston showed it. I think the, the struggles that they've had against teams that maybe weren't as good as them recently was that they didn't get the goal early enough. That didn't happen at the weekend. They got the goal, goal nice and early on and that opened the game up completely. Um, Airdrie never looked like they were going to do anything, to be perfectly honest. Uh, even when they were getting through and behind, um, Bobby were covering them really, really well, and you know it, they they didn't lay a foot on them. Uh, you know, six goals is always good to score. There were a couple of nice goals in there as well, a couple of good crosses and headers. I'll just go through the goal scorers quickly. So, uh, Fish with a hat trick, um, three very good finishes, good goals, uh, good to see. Um, Dodds with a uh, with one, and Gilchrist with two. So you know it's good to see. Ashley Fish getting another few goals for the team. She's done really well since uh, signing after the Stenhousemuir game early in the season, so hopefully more of that to come. But yeah, overall, um, just a good, a really good performance. Something to build on, I think, um, especially after kind of disappointments over the last few weeks. Uh, one one point that was interesting was so uh, a funny part about the game or an interesting point to make on it is um, Ergie went four up front in the second half chasing the game a wee bit and they they still couldn't do anything against the back three I think Lovey were still pushing on high and when there was a break um, you know even if they got in behind uh, one of the defenders was there to kind of snuff it out easily I, I'm not sure that they had a good shot on target like in particular Natasha Frew was voted the man of the match and she was she was really fantastic really really solid um in the game like you know built from the back with the passes but also the defending um to kind of keep that clean sheet as well was was fantastic to see um so i good performance just need to to keep going and uh look forward to the game at the weekend who have the ladies got the weekend so at the weekend um 
they're playing Edinburgh City at home. Uh, it's a big game. Edinburgh City mm-hmm. are currently above them in the league. Uh, so we could see as many people as possible down at the stadium to support. It's only a couple mm-hmm. of quid. Easy peasy. Cheaper than hearts. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's a big game. It's a really big game because Edinburgh City are one of the, the teams that have impressed so far this season. Um, I know uh, Rebecca and her dad, Rebecca and Paul, went to watch them against Rosfell, who are another strong side. Um, mm-hmm. Through in Broxburn after their game on Sunday, and uh, they were quite impressive, I think. So it'll be a really interesting game. Hopefully, mm-hmm. they can come away with the three points, but it'll be tough. It's not going to be an easy game, but looking forward to it. Okay, we've got a couple of little announcements to make. So you may have seen on the Twitter a few days ago that we posted out a competition uh, guessing for um, the, when you had to guess the player that played for both Livingston and Hearts that won a League Cup with Livy and a Scottish Cup for Hearts. And the correct answer was, in fact, Lee Makel. So the people who we said already who correct uh, got the correct answers were Cowie underscore Robert, Conor McCluskey 4, Blair O'Hanlon 1, Chloe underscore FFC, Cammy Mac 1998 and Glangan. So we actually had to pick a name out of a hat because of this announcement. I'll have a little drum roll, please. Who's going to be the winner of brand new Almond View podcast mug? Yes, that's right, folks. We're going to bring out our own merch. Again, we've copied Dogger Saints. We do what we want. Fuck a lot of you. So we've got some new mugs coming out. So the first person who is going to win our Livingston our Livingston Almond View podcast mug is... Oh, it's going to be Cami Mac 1998. Woo! Well done, Cami. Hey, hey. Good man, Cami. So, Cami, we'll slip into your DMs and we'll uh, get one of those mugs sent out for you. So I hope you like it. But... Good news is, for the rest of you, they will be on sale really, really soon. So keep an eye on all the socials for when they come out. And uh, aye, buy your granny one, buy your dad one. Even people who actually hate Livy, just send them anyway, I'll be a laugh. Okay, last but not least, we're going to go over our fantasy football results. And there was only one man that was going to be doing this in Liam's absence. A very smug man. Over to his brother, Owen Innes. Owen, can you please reveal the scores (laughs) in the least smug way possible? (laughs) Well, the only result that matters is the fact that I am now top of the Almond View guys um, league. So, yeah, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> but we so the, so we we'll do the top six and bottom six just like Liam normally does. So I'll I'll start with the bottom six because I always think that that's the best place to start. In the bottom six, uh, right down at the bottom is Brucey Bonus. That's Stephen Duffy. He's on one hundred and ten points. Fred West Ham, which I do agree with Liam, is probably one of the best team names in the entire league. He's got 143. Uh, he's still quite miles away from living the dream, Charlie Purvis. Hey, Macarena, Liam's uh, Liam's effort is uh, he's fourth bottom on 231. And Livy Nachos, which is Kenny McMeadows, on 236. Ryan Mutter, uh, just to uh, sort of put this in there, he's pulled away from the bottom. He's uh, he's kind of starting to climb up the table a wee bit. But with the top six in sixth place, you've got Lions Roar. That's Harry Brown on three hundred and seventy-four. In fact, Sked Scudders in seventh place. Callum Sked, he's um, he's actually equal with that. So it's a joint sixth place uh, on three seven four. Just above them is Katie McCauley with McCauley's Men on 376. In fourth place, 
Yours truly, Logies Lions, 379 points. Gabagool over here, Andrew Gordon, he takes third place with 388 points. But it's very, very close at the top. In second place, you got Fitba, Shot and Livy with Al Adams. He's on 410. But eight points ahead of him at the top of the table is Spaghetti Had supporter Paul Hunter on 418 points. So things are really starting to hot up in the Ammon View Fantasy Football League. Where am I sitting, man? I'm not even in top six. That is massive freefall from third place. Like in eighth place. Oh dear. So it points. Means that not only have I climbed, you have dropped. Certainly have. <laughs> I'll get you back. I'll get you back. Well, that's us for another week. Thank you very much for listening, and we hope you didn't miss Liam too much. Remember. We are on all your favourite socials and have our old episodes with the likes of Barry Wilson, Sean Byrne and David Bingham on Spotify, Apple and Anchor. Next week, we'll be back to full strength and we'll be recording a brand new interview with a really special guest we can't bloody wait to share with you. All the best. Forza lovey. See you next week.